Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Issues 2018. I'm Steve McIntosh, and our guest is Mary Beth Jarvis, President and CEO, Wichita Festivals, Inc., and we have another guest as well. Welcome to Issues 2018, Mary Beth. It is lovely to be here. But, uh, I've got a good... And your guest sitting there, I shouldn't ignore... No, no. Windwagon. Cannot be ignored. Windwagon Smith, number what, 45, Tim? 45, you betcha. Tim Norton is our windwagon this year, former Sedgwick County Commissioner, and uh, he's going to be with us this morning as well. Uh, I've got to start with the basics like I always do, Mary Beth. What is Wichita Festivals, Inc.? So we are a 501c3 nonprofit, and we actually started, so in 1970, Wichita celebrated its 100th birthday through a one-day event that was cleverly named the Wichitennial. And it was a fun little festival, right? It had some kitschy things, had some big things. Uh, the long tradition of fireworks began. And the city fathers and some of the business people that had, you know, kind of planned it that first year stepped back and said, this was good, right? It, it brought folks together downtown. It created a celebration for the community. So the following year, they formed Wichita Festivals. And so we're a not-for-profit with the mission of community celebration. And each year we throw festivals and events, uh, our current events. We, we threw a little three-day mini-fest during the NCAA first two rounds here this year. Right. Uh, last year we invented a new music festival, an urban camping event called the Vortex Music Festival. Uh, we'll have Ottoman Art at Bradley Fair later this year. But Riverfest is the big daddy. Uh, within nine days we throw... 25 or 30 million dollars into the local economy um, and that's awesome and that helps enhance our quality of place but really the big goal for us is that we create a sense of celebration and community during those first you know 10 days of June and everyone can join in so we're excited how long have you been with festivals Wichita festival just over five years so this will be my sixth river fest um, and we've you know we're carrying on an amazing tradition this will be the 47th river fest. Uh, and over the years, the event has built up. We are among uh, the world's 35 largest outdoor events. And that's by ticket sales, right? That's our button sales. Uh, folks get multiple uses out of their buttons. So we actually have attendance that's much larger than that. But, um, but we're proud of that. It's something Wichita kind of does above its weight class. And we can be real proud of that. The annual Party on the River, uh, Wichita River Festival, ready to take center stage again. Now, what are the dates again this year? June 1st through 9th. Okay. So, yeah, for the last six or seven years, we've been, we start that Friday after Memorial Day. So, you know, go to the lake this weekend, whatever, but come on back for River When Fest. did you move the dates? Was it been that long ago? It has. It was before I came. The first year may have been 2011. Hmm. Okay. I'm guessing a little bit there, Steve. But um, I'll tell you, as the school year and other activities has shifted earlier into May, um, it gets us out of inter conflicting with graduations and proms and, you know, a lot of things. So we've And the kids are out of school, so parents and grandparents have a chance to come down with the kids multiple days and nights of the week without interfering with school. Now, how many people attended events at the festival last year? Four. And how does that compare with other years? We had a wonderful year last year. We had about 410,000 uh, attendees. Uh, we had a little bit higher than that in 2016. 
But we had uh, in 2016, we literally did not have one minute of sprinkles uh, throughout the whole operational hours of the event. Last year, we had a few little showers on the first weekend. It didn't dissuade everybody from coming out, but it uh, we our attendance was slightly less. But I'll tell you, it was still fantastic. Uh, and right up there with with the great years of the Wichita River Festival. How does that compare with other attractions in Kansas? You, know, you got to have some bragging rights yeah, here. Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. Because we operate nine days of the year, not 300-some, um, it's, you know, it's kind of hard to compare, uh, a, you know, an event to uh, some of the other attractions. But we certainly... It was interesting when, when Visit Wichita did surveying two years ago about Wichita's quality of life, quality of place... And they've just asked people to unaided think of the things that make Wichita, Wichita, and the best attractions and the best events. Um, Riverfest was was right up there with the other things that we can be proud of year-round, our great zoo, the Keeper of the Plains. But Riverfest was among those top three things that define our community life, our celebrational life together. And, and so... We want to make sure that that continues now and long into the future. Where do these attendees come from? You know, during the week, it is mostly locals. 90% or so come in from around the Wichita MSA. And that includes, of course, Derby and Kichai and Valley Center and Winfield and Hayesville and you name it. Um, On the weekends of Riverfest, we get a lot more travelers. And that's for the musical concerts and the events. Um, But it's interesting. The number of people I talk to who turn this into their family reunion week or have the wedding week or conventions that will deliberately book during Riverfest so that their attendees can enjoy the festivities and, you know, get great fireworks displays. Can you assess the economic impact on the community? Has anybody ever studied that? We have. The data is getting a little bit long in the tooth, so I round. But in 2015, they studied, and it was between 25 and $30 million of that economic impact. And that's um, you know, clearly the uptick in economic activity downtown in addition to what the R- Riverfest directly brings. Let's bring in the wind wagon, wind wagon Smith number 45, Tim Norton. Uh, Tim, how did you get the job? I mean, you must have put it in a resume or an application <laughs> or something. Well, I picked up one of the flyers at Quick Trip and <laughs> filled it out. No, actually, it's quite an honor. Uh, the past admirals and staff and other volunteers uh, mull it over and, and pick somebody out of the community they feel could fulfill the duties, and I was the lucky guy that got invited to do it this year. Did they alter the jacket, uh, or is it the same one and everybody wears the same one? Yeah, they took this in after Wendy Johnson wore it for me. <laughs> she is going to make you pay for that. No, actually, they custom-made this for me this year. I tried on several jackets, and the only one that semi-fit was the one that Chris Goble had had, and it was looked like a dress on me. It was so long. So, uh, He's a tall man. Yeah, Fruhoff um, made me a new one. Kenny Fruhoff measured me and made me a new jacket. So My understanding is it gets a little toasty in there. That thing looks hot to me. Are you going to be all right? Do you need to get plenty well, of water? Well, if the questions stay at this level, it won't get too hot for <laughs> okay, me, I think. Well, okay, well, we'll have to heat things up for you then. How's that? Now, you spent uh, several years at county commission. And Sixteen, in fairly In a fairly um, undistinguished career there. Uh, so, <laughs> Thank you. How did that mediocrity compare, <laughs> prepare you for what you're doing now? <laughs> well, uh, thanks, Steve. You're, you're always so gracious to me. I, I, I was going to say honoring. Yeah, all right. If you well, want to spin that as gracious, you go right ahead. I, well, I'm still a politician at heart. <laughs> yeah. so I, I recovering. To, yeah, recovering. No, you know, it's a, it's a great 
great honor. I'm uh, happy to do it. And being in the public eye all those years and with Target uh, in the public eye just kind of got me ready to do this job. Yeah, it's interesting. All of our admirals have a history of involvement in the community at large, but specifically with what we do. And, And Tim's um, enthusiasm for an involvement in the festival since first coming to town in the early 80s has been, uh, it's been an interesting Riverfest journey for you, hasn't it? Well, it really has. I mean, I started out with a senior celebration and the first year we had like 200 people at Cowtown under a tent. And I said, I think we can do better than that. So we moved it to Century Two and walked along the river and had bands and entertainment. And then we had a chicken dinner inside for the seniors. And we called, I called bingo and had vendors give prizes. That next year we had 700 people. The next year we had 1,500. And then we got over 3,000 people showing up an hour early wanting coffee. And as seniors so well do, <laughs> and uh, we turned it over to Interest Bank uh, at that time. And then the next year, we started Arts in the Park, and that was entertainment out in Riverside Park, and that grew to be a pretty nice event, too. So I've been involved for a lot of years. I'm a wagon master and have walked in almost every parade for 30 years plus. So I've been very involved. I was on the merchandising committee and helped with T-shirts and hats and jackets and logos and everything for years so i love the river festival great Mm -hmm. sense of place celebration for all of us tim uh i'm not the only one but i tease you a lot uh but you are perfect for this job in fact you are perfect to be a county commissioner too and that's serious I oh, appreciate. I, I didn't you. know I, we were going to get Mary Beth. You, know, you didn't tell me we were going to get serious today. I, well, you know, you gotta gotta be prepared for anything across the table. Is there a river Steve? near Hayesville that you can? <laughs> well, well, there is the Cowskin Creek. <laughs> well, you could have the the Creek Festival down we, in Hayesville. We could. Tell us about uh, the the fun activities of the opening weekend. Let's just start and talk about some of the fun. Yeah, I'll tell you. We like to start Riverfest with a bang, um, figuratively, figuratively and literally. The first Friday, so June 1st, uh, we will open up at 11 a.m. So your first shot at a pronto pup for a funnel cake in the Quantum Credit Union Food Court will be that Friday at lunch. Um, that evening, we'll have the Safe Flight Auto Glass Sundown Parade, which is amazing. We get between 30 and 45,000 people along the parade route, which is just Maine down to Douglas and up on Waco. Um, so bring your chair and your kids or your grandkids and just enjoy the pageantry. Wave at the Admiral as he comes by and the other 100 entries. We've had to... Um, We've had to cap entries, and because really? in, the, in recent years we've been using uh, the artists over at Harvester Arts as kind of creative consultants, and so I'll tell you the the um, creative cred of the Safe Light Autoglass Sundown Parade floats and entries has been going up hugely. We have an all-star band from all of the USD 259 high schools that are out there, um, 200 strong almost. Um, so it's a terrific parade. And then that night, the amazing tradition of the Wichita Symphony or- Orchestra and the Twilight Pops concert, uh, which you guys will simulcast. Uh, Intercom will have that simulcast on KEYN. Um, and then the fireworks that night, Textron Aviation sponsors our opening night fireworks, which will just be fantastic. And then we wake up early for the river run the next day. Uh, the, it's the only early morning we do well at Riverfest. <laughs> and uh, and that first weekend just continues. We've got um, the Squonk Opera performers in from Pittsburgh. We've got the Paul Bunyan Lumberjack Challenge down from Minnesota. Uh, the last 
circus, a carnival group uh, that'll be training people, civilians, on a trapeze down by the river. Um, so we've really energized programming. Cox Communication will have their virtual reality trailer down at Cox Kids Corner. Uh, tons of science, technology, engineering, art, and math activities for the kids. We've got a, a first-time-ever eSports tournament. So it's not only video game tournament, but also video game programming workshops and contests for students around the area. That'll be inside Exhibition Hall the first weekend. Comic-Con, you want to get your nerd on with uh, Comic-Con activities, that'll be the first weekend. So we get to the end of Sunday after our Steam City, um, a couple of giant concerts from country music to reggae and world music. Uh, all of those will take place the first weekend, and we're just getting warmed up at that point. Yeah, and Tim will be completely worn out then. He won't be able to go to anything else after that. I believe uh, live through Christmas at Target. I'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Issues 2018 on the Intercom radio stations, and our guest is Mary Beth Jarvis, President and CEO of Wichita Festivals, Inc., and... Wichita, Windwagon Smith, number 45, Tim Norton. Tim, do you know anything about the history of that Windwagon legend? Uh, was it a Disney thing? Or? It was a Disney short, yeah. and uh, there's a book, too, and kids love it. Uh, my grandkids, we bought them a copy, and they've all read it. So it's a great little story, and it was uh, the rights were bought from for festival, and now Windwagon Smith is the iconic face of the River Festival. What's your what's the music lineup like this year? You touched on it a little bit there. Yeah, I'll tell you. I I mean, we have really worked hard um, on a number of things, and and we can talk about some of them: the attendee experience and some of the amenities, some the upgrades at programming. But on the music and 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 cultural entertainment side, really, the watchword is something for everyone. Um, the diversity of this lineup. And of course, it showcases the very best of our local talent. And that's folks like the Wichita Symphony Orchestra and Music Theater Wichita and Mosley Street Melodrama, Roxy's, uh, Wichita Music, um, or Young People's Dance Music Theater and Dance Center. Uh, but then you get to the national headliners, and it's John P. Key, just a killer gospel artist. Um, we've got Randy Hauser on the countryside, Lucas Nelson, so Willie Nelson's son, but he's more bluesy, rocky, and he's coming in with Promise of the Real, which is Neil Young's band. I mean, just incredible musicians. Uh, we've got Stephen Marley, Bob Marley's son, uh, on the reggae side, along with Modest Yahoo. Uh, we'll have um, Azizi Ward, Liz Fair. Final night, um, we're actually going to go Purple Rains, and um, the opener will be More Stay in the Time, and then Prince's Band, The Revolution, will close out uh, our finale evening, and uh, then Capitol Federal's Fireworks finale will finish well, us out. Physically, where do they perform then? So the, we'll have two main stages, Kennedy Plaza, right there south of Douglas, yeah. just west of Waco. Uh, that'll be one concert venue. Uh, down south at the Red Guard stage, which is right just south of the Hyatt, we'll have another big concert venue. So every night we'll have main acts on both stages, and you can take a look at the wichitariverfest.com, at the guide that comes with your Riverfest button, or on our new app. We've got a brand-new mobile app powered by Weststar um, that you can download and get all of the lowdowns, plan out your festival experiences. There's even a contest 
Uh, they'll have QR codes around the festival grounds. You scan them into your phone if you've downloaded the app. Uh, those who complete the game can win $1,000 from wow. Meritrust. So. You'll have to explain to both uh, Tim and me what that is. <laughs> so, but it, I know it's I'm sure there's that, young people in your lives that can uh, be some people handle that, the download well, for you. Yeah, and you'll go a, from there. you got an 11-year-old granddaughter who can uh, Your IT uh, consultant right I can there. beat that. I've got a 5-year grand, old oh. granddaughter that can do all of that. There you so, go. Yeah. Well, uh, the food court going to be in full operation this year? So, well, wait, backtrack just a okay, bit. Okay, I'm doing it. What every, everything you said there pointed out to me that if you're going to come down, bring your lawn chairs. Right? No question. Or else well, you'll be sitting I mean, on concrete, right? We've got <laughs> So there's a couple of different ways to go with the festival, right? So okay. your button is your ticket. It gets you to every concert, every cultural performance. Oh, I forgot about the button. Yeah. yeah. The so button. that $10 for adults, $5 for kids. I mean, for nine days of world-class entertainment. Um, I mean, similar festivals around the country. Chattanooga, Tennessee, same deal. Two stages, some bouncy houses for the kids, your corn dogs, your funnel cakes. $65 is your ticket to that festival. But we they are only able. Have eight people show up. No, no, <laughs> they do tremendously well. And the difference is, we really, our mission is to be as accessible and as inclusive as we possibly can be. And the only way we can do that is with the great help of more than 7,000 volunteers, more than 200 sponsor businesses. The fact of the matter is, the user of the festival, buttons, buy your funnel cake, we get a little bit of that, have a glass of wine, we get a little bit of that, bear less than 30% of the overall cost of the festival. The other 70% are partners around the city that offer this as their gift to the community. And they might be cash sponsors, so we can you know hire out the big fireworks shows, or they might donate in-kind services. The media groups are great about airtime and and uh, and then we've got folks that donate scissors lifts and all of the equipment right. we need to turn downtown into a festival zone. So mm. we could not do it. I mean, it's uniquely done for the community and by the community. Now, the food, food court's in full operation, I presume. Absolutely. Mm. So we'll start Friday, June 1st at 11 and go through to the end of the festival in the Quantum Credit Union main food court, the nine-day food court that's open lunch and dinner hours. Uh, that's just to the northeast of Century 2. They'll have great specials every day. In fact, thanks to generous sponsors, each weekday lunch is a button-free zone. So if you're a downtown worker or you just are floating around town during the day and maybe your button's at home in the kitchen drawer, um, come on out. And thanks to the hosting of those businesses, 11 to 2 on those weekdays is a button-free zone. Um, and then there's also food offerings on Douglas and down by the Hyatt in the Cox Kids Corner and Red Guard Stage area, and those will open at five o'clock each day as we bring mm. up entertainment in those areas. Ted, do you, uh, Tim, do you have a, a favorite uh, food there in the food court? Roasted corn, roasted corn, and then a funnel cake, and then uh, a and, beer rock, yeah, and then beer. A, a turkey leg, and then and that's lunch. No, do what I about need dinner? to stop now, or can I keep going? <laughs> See, he's the fresh squeezed poli- lemonade to you wash see, it all down. Uh, yeah, hear the politician. He can't just give me one. <laughs> well, I have to play to the right. masses, you know. Now, uh, I understand we're going to have dodgeball this year. We are. So the first Saturday of Riverfest will be a great dodgeball tournament, right in the middle of Douglas. Uh, we we grab the balls, get some refs, line out the courts. It is um, co-ed, uh, which we're hoping will keep everybody's. Competitive juices, down, you know, kind of in the right road. Um, but no, that's a great event. One of the we have um, almost thirty participatory events, right? So you can go see Riverfest, but you can go do Riverfest, yeah. whether it's dodgeball or the stock tank races or the cardboard regatta. Yeah, let's, let's go with the races here on the okay, river. Are you right. talking about a stock tank? So literally, like that's a your round horses, thing that you six feet yeah. around. Oh. 
they can spin, but they can row. And last year we had the first ever. So folks that were fans of the raft races or the antique bathtub races, um, Wichita's a little short of antique bathtubs, and we haven't been able to revive mm. interest in the raft designing business. But these stock tanks got plenty of those in Kansas, and um, <laughs> that sounds silly. That was so much fun last year. So that's going to be a hit. And the cardboard regatta. All you need is four or five friends or family members, colleagues from work. You get a stack of cardboard, a couple of pool noodles, you, and you you're gonna hit have, it. You're going to have eating contests? Yeah, wing eating contests, Does funnel cake eating contests. We like to use him as an I've official. I've been eliminated because of my capacity to eat funnel cakes. I'm sorry. Is there a funnel cake eating there contest? There is. <laughs> eating contest? It's a thing. Wow. Oh, that could be interesting. What, yeah. other, what other things are we going to eat for a contest then? Hot um, dogs? Uh, wings. On, we do on Salute to Aviation and Manufacturing Day. We have a wing eating contest, which okay. is a lot of fun. And we're having a salsa chop-off. Ooh, we need, we need folks. If you've got a killer recipe for salsa um, on Thursday night of the festival, so June 7th, down at the Red Guard stage area after the Touch-A-Truck event, um, you'll have a chance to compete against other salsa-making geniuses. You'll end up every entry gets a free food processor from Carlos O'Kelly's, and the winner, their recipe will be featured at the Carlos O'Kelly restaurants wow. for the next month. Wow. Well, I, I assume your security people are well prepared. You got a lot of people down there. I'll tell you, I have been so proud of how our community members and our visitors from out of town have behaved. We've had a just a, a complete turnaround in the last five six years of people's collegial behavior. Um, we, you know, we have such a great safety and security record, and that's due to to folks just being on their hospitality best while they're down there, even when the crowds are large. But it's also because our public safety partners, Wichita PD, Sedgwick County Sheriff's, uh, private security we use are just tremendous. So, so you'll you'll see a gate and you'll come in and they'll take a look at your bag if you've got one. Uh, we don't allow you to bring in any outside food or drink, except you can bring in sealed water bottles or an empty bottle that you can refill. Because Steve, we've got something brand new this year that folks have really been hankering for. We have purchased two giant water filling stations. So we'll keep ice water in a 125-gallon water monster. Mm -hmm. Like picture those five-gallon thingies that you see at the soccer fields times 25, and that'll be going for all day. Do you still have a ban on dogs? Service animals only. Oh, okay. Um, pets in general not allowed. Um, your dog, my so snake. My, you know, we just want to. My boa constrictor is a service we, yeah. snake. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about the volunteers who help out on this big event every year. Well, it takes a lot of people to put on the River Festival. And, of course, we have staff. We have 200 volunteers that help out year-round uh, planning and being part of the logistics. But then over 7,000 volunteers help move barriers put on life vests, sell tickets, do all the things that make the River Festival work. And it is it is a community-wide, we all pitch in it to make it a celebration. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Those volunteers, I mean, they're, they're giving of their heart and their time and their sweat for the community. And we've done the math. If we had to hire all of that, um, that's a million dollars of man hours. What are the biggest challenges in your job, Mary Beth? Well, I would say we've got, I mean, everybody talks about the weather, and Mother Nature certainly plays a role, and certainly we want her to give us a big, sloppy, wet, you know, nine-day kiss um, with sunshine and, and balmy temperatures. But the fact is, it's up to us to have programming, concerts, performances, engagement for the families 
that that makes you want to come down even if you're you know carrying your umbrella or wearing your rain slicker on a day or two and um and that's a challenge we take to heart the traditions of the Riverfest, that heritage is so beloved. The number of people in this community that want it to be awesome, and then we come in and continue to evolve programming to be relevant to each generation and different interests. Uh, we brought Kid Fest to Riverfest this year, uh, and eSports, and um, a gr- uh, the, the classic car show is amazing. So whoever you are, whatever you love, we want you to see it in Riverfest. We take that as our greatest challenge because we want everyone to feel welcome and come with their neighbors and their friends to celebrate in everyone's backyard. Well, I was going to ask for the biggest rewards, but I think you've already told me about that. So listen, thank you. It's going to be a great festival. I know that uh, everything's going to run well, and it's going to be an, another fine party down on the river. We appreciate your time this morning. Thanks for being with us. All right. Our guest is Mary Beth Jarvis, president and CEO of Wichita uh, Festivals, Inc. Also, Windwagon Smith, number 45, uh, Tim Norton, former Sedgwick County Commissioner and volunteer Thank you, Tim, for being with us. That's all for this edition of Issues 2018. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. I'm Steve McIntosh. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.